now that the old business is settled, it likely won't be long until the SDNY, PCU, and SCU unveil the new business. By Brian Cates. All the people shouting cover-up about the Jeffrey Epstein, Gillen Maxwell cases have always been incoherent, but they will become even more so as events in the ongoing federal investigation into the pair's child sex trafficking ring continue to unfold in the coming months. Some commentators still think Maxwell is getting some slap on the wrist, even after having been convicted of having a direct role in entrapping young girls into Epstein's international criminal network. But this is nonsense. Because Judge Allison Nathan is required to follow the federal sentencing guidelines for the five charges on which Ghislaine Maxwell was convicted, she's facing a maximum of 65 years in prison. My take for some time now has been that Maxwell won't get the maximum. She'll get around 40 to 45 years for a 60-year-old woman that is essentially a life sentence. That'd be some wrist slap. And, as expected by those who've been researching the case from the beginning, the superseding indictments against Maxwell are starting to make their appearance now that she's been convicted as a key player in the sex trafficking ring. Anybody who researched this case from the beginning remembered it was Maxwell and her legal team who requested that she be tried on the perjury charges in a separate trial. And the judge, this request back in April of last year. Most media commentators and TV talking heads were completely unaware of this or promptly forgot it. Ghislaine Maxwell wins severance of perjury counts from sex crimes trial. John Russell April 16th, 2021. Maxwell is thus far headed for at least one other trial based on several criminal acts of perjury she committed during her depositions in the preparation for her sex trafficking trial. Her troubles are far from over. People don't seem to understand it was the sex trafficking of just four specific minor girls out of dozens that she was involved in that has Maxwell headed to prison for the rest of her life. Absolutely nothing whatsoever prevents federal prosecutors from making further superseding indictments against Maxwell and taking her to trial for all the other crimes she committed against other minors. They get to pick and choose which are the strongest cases that can be proven in the courtroom and when to bring those charges. Whenever the Maxwell phase of the SDNY's investigation closes, other doors will open. Epstein and Maxwell were never even the main targets of this investigation. They were old business that had to be gotten out of the way first. As bad as an international child sex trafficking network was, the bigger scandal here always was that public officials let this sex trafficking ring go back and let it go back in 2006 and again in 2009 instead of taking the people running it and putting them in prison. Jeffrey Epstein, whether you believe it or not, was by his own hand or was someone else's, has been dealt with. Now Maxwell is likewise being dealt with. 
I would not be surprised if the sex crimes committed against the children has been handed off to the SDNY Sex Crimes Unit, SCU, to prosecute while the Public Corruption Unit is now free to focus exclusively on the former public officials who gave Epstein and his slimy friends that notorious pass in 2009. While most of the media attention is focused on the clients of Epstein child sex trafficking ring, who are assumed to be in the clear now that the entire case is supposedly over, my focus has remained on the main targets of the PCU's investigation, the former, former public officials. Why was the PCU involved in the first place? Because both Epstein and Maxwell benefited the most from the corrupt acts of the corrupt public officials who let them walk away in 2009. Incredibly bad media hot takes have continued. It's been almost funny watching media commentators on the right trading their own fantasies back and forth, each one trying to one-up the other in selling a lurid narrative of corrupt feds, shutting everything down now that Maxwell is convicted. Even as Judge Allison Nathan began making preparations for Maxwell's new trial on these perjury charges, I'm seeing many media outlets getting the story wrong. Because Judge Nathan wanted to begin setting the time frame for this new trial, now that the first trial is over, she requested a proposed trial schedule for both sides. This is regular procedure and nothing out of the ordinary. Media commentators somehow mangled this simple, regular act into a convoluted hot take that Judge Nathan herself is proposing a second trial for Maxwell for perjury, but is discussing her proposal with both sides before ruling whether this new trial will happen or not. Once again, nobody seems to know how anything works. The judge is not the one who decides if there will be a first or second trial or not. I've been stunned at reading media hot takes, assuming Judge Nathan is spitballing and hasn't made up her mind up yet about whether or not the Maxwell perjury trial is going forward. News outlets are covering this as if Nathan needs to see prospective schedules from both the prosecution and the defense before she makes up her mind about whether or not the perjury trial will happen. The New York Post put it this way in its headline, Perjury trial against Ghislaine Maxwell will likely go forward. Federal judges don't take defendants to trial. It's not their decision. They are impartial referees. Federal prosecutors either bring charges or they don't. In this case, the prosecution team did file perjury charges against Maxwell. They don't have any intention of withdrawing or dropping them. The only way Judge Nathan could stop this new trial would be by summarily dismissing the perjury charges filed by the SDNY prosecutors. The chances that happens are exactly 0%. It is not likely that Maxwell is headed for trial for perjury. It is 100% certain that she is only her pleading guilty to the counts or the judge tossing the charges could head off the trial.
since the presiding judge is asking the dueling sides for a prospective trial schedule so negotiations can begin as to when to have the second trial, it's pretty obvious that Judge Nathan isn't pondering whether or not to toss the SDNY's case. Whenever the SDNY, PCU, and SCU intend to turn their attention from the ringleaders of the Epstein sex ring and the public officials who enabled it to run onward for another decade and a half, to focus instead on the famous clientele who used Epstein and Maxwell's services, they will demonstrate this with indictments. In closing, I'll point this out. The standard of evidence is far lower in civil cases than it is in criminal ones. As Prince Andrew of England's royal family is currently in the process of discovering much to his horror.